Hello everybody and welcome back to the Penny for Thought podcast. I'm your host yet again by name Toby Lola and I'm happy to have everyone joining in on the episode today. For those who are coming in for the first time, who are listening in for the first time, thank you so much for taking the time out to listen. I know that by the grace of God, you'll get blessed by this episode and every other one that has come before this. And for those who are the regulars, well, we're back to the journey again and I'm happy to have all of you with me here. So thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for liking. Thank you for commenting. I'm very grateful for the feedback. It really, really means a lot. Thank you so much. So today we're going to be talking about something that I consider to be very, very important to know as a Christian because it's something that the devil easily uses to manipulate the mind of a Christian and it puts you in a state where you find yourself distancing yourself from God. You're trying to avoid God because of the state that you're in or because of the manipulation that the devil has done. And so what we're going to be talking about today is forgiveness. And the forgiveness I'm talking about is not just, it's not about the one where you share between yourselves, that's between a man and another man, or let me say between a human being and another human being, but the forgiveness that comes from God to us. That's what we're going to be looking at today. You see, it's very important to know who Jesus Christ is in as much as we confess John 3.16, that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes, and so we believe that Jesus Christ died. We believe in the finished work of Christ, but that's not enough. You see, in as much as we believe in the finished work of Christ, we must actually know what we stand to gain or what we stand to get because of what Christ has done. And you see, one of the major things that we stand to benefit as Christians from the finished work of Christ is the action that is called forgiveness because the total or the totality of the work that Jesus Christ did was to come to the earth and pay the price that we couldn't pay so there was a price to pay for the sins that we had committed but because we were not righteous enough as human beings and there was no one righteous enough on the face of the earth to pay that price he had to come and be the propitiation for our sins And so when he paid the price, through him, we become the righteousness of God because through him, we have forgiveness. So we need to come to terms or to understand not just the fact that we believe in what Jesus Christ has done, but what we we actually stand to gain from the finished work of Christ. You see, Jesus Christ, speaking in the book of Matthew chapter 6, when he was teaching his disciples about the Lord's Prayer. I'm just going to read a few verses from there. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 9. And it says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It says, Give us this day our daily bread. Verse 12, And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And so Jesus Christ was teaching his disciples a model of prayer. And in this model of prayer, he added the fact that they had the right, the right standing 
to go to God the Father and ask for forgiveness. So, in as much as the Bible says, forgive us, you know, there is a, um, people will interpret this verse only from the standpoint of saying, if you don't forgive people their sins or people who offend you, how do you expect to forgive? How do you expect to receive forgiveness from your Heavenly Father? But that's not just the only standpoint. We must also see it from the standpoint that we can actually ask God for mercy or for forgiveness for the sins that we have committed. Just the same way somebody will offend you or can offend you and come to you and say, okay, this is what I did. Please pardon me. This is why I did it or whatsoever. And just come to seek your, just come to seek for forgiveness. Probably your friend did something to you and you told them what they did and they just come to apologize and say, I'm sorry and stuff. So we also have this right to seek the face of God for forgiveness because of what Christ has done for us, because of the price that Jesus Christ has paid. So that's why when we go to God in prayer, we go in the name of Jesus. And so because we have the name of Jesus, we can approach the throne of grace to obtain mercy from God. But you see, a lot of times when we commit sin, we find ourselves, due to the manipulation of the devil, in a state where we run away from God. Take, for instance, Adam. After he had eaten the fruit, Adam and Eve, after they had eaten the fruit of which, Jesus, of which God said they shouldn't eat from, when God came in the cool of the evening, they ran away to hide. They went to hide themselves. Yes, they were naked, but that's not the only reason why. Because they knew what they had done, and so they decided to run away from God to hide. And that's the default mentality for a lot of us Christians that when we do commit sin or when we do fall, we run away from God instead of to God. See, the Bible says that there is no other name given to man by which we can be saved but the name of Jesus. So when you commit sin or when you fall into sin, you're not supposed to run away from Jesus Christ, but to run to him. And you see, this I notice this is this is very common with people who who have what is called besetting sins. You know, sins that they easily fall into time and time again. You've committed the sin and you went to God, oh Lord, I'm sorry, forgive me. And you go back again to it. Now, this is by no means saying to you that, oh, you can continue in that way of sin. No. But then, when you fall into that sin, you have a Father in heaven who is ready to forgive. You have a Father in heaven who is ready to receive you and cleanse you with His blood. So, we must come to terms with the fact that Jesus Christ has paid the price for us. Jesus Christ has died on the cross for us. And, we, and by his blood, we have forgiveness. By his blood, we have redemption. By his blood, our sins are washed away. Look at what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. It says, in him, talking about Jesus Christ, in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. So in Christ, we have redemption. We have been redeemed. And it didn't stop there. It says redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. The forgiveness of sins. So we as human beings, when we do fall, 
Because so long as we are in this flesh, there, are, there is always a tendency to commit sin. So when you do fall into that sin, no matter how many times, learn to go back to God. Learn to go back to God. You see, the disciples asked Jesus, how many times should a person sin against you in a day for you to not forgive that person? And Jesus Christ said, 70 times, 7 times. That's about 490 times in a day. Now, I'm very sure that we don't sin against God. This is just an illustration, by the way. I'm very sure we don't sin against God up to 490 times a day. So if he has given us that rule, or if he said that to his disciples, that this is the number of times someone should offend you before you can stop forgiving the person, how much more him, who is, who is far greater in love than we human beings, how much more he, will he not forgive us our sins? I want us to take a look at the, some scriptures in the Bible. First from, first, um, sorry, Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. It says, come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. And it says, though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. This is God calling us to himself, saying, come, let us reason together. Yes, I know you have sinned. Yes, you fell back into the addiction. You had a relapse. No problem. I know you have sinned, but come to me. Come, let us reason together. Come, let us reason together. Come to me as your father. Come to me as my child. Let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, it says they will be as white as snow. And though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. This is something that David understood. This is something that David easily understood. And that is why he was able to write the prayer of repentance, which is Psalm chapter 51. You know, if, if, if you have... If you, if you feel like, oh, you don't even know how to go to God in prayer to ask for forgiveness, you should look at that chapter of the Bible, Psalm chapter 51, and just pray the prayer that the psalmist wrote down there. You would see him expressing himself, first of all, confessing his sins to God and then expressing himself unto God, seeking the face of God for mercy, seeking the face of God for forgiveness. David understood what was written in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, that although... He has committed sin. Although he has fallen into sin, he has a father who is ready to forgive. And if he comes to God, God will definitely forgive him. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1 from verse 9, 1 John chapter 1 verse 9 actually, it says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if you go to God and you confess your sins, He's faithful and just to forgive. He's faithful and just to forgive. And it doesn't just stop there. He says He will also cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. All, not some. Every single one. Every single one of your unrighteousness. His blood will cleanse away. So I need us to understand this that this is what we have in Christ. This is what we have because of Christ. So it's not just enough to say, oh, I believe in the finished work of Christ. 
I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. He died on the cross for your sins so that you can have forgiveness. He took the he paid the price. He took your place so that you can have forgiveness. So when you fall into that sin, now like I said earlier, this is not an encouragement for you to continue in sin. No. Paul said, "Shall we continue to sin so that grace may abound?" And in some script in some Bible versions it will say, "God forbid." So this is not an encouragement or an endorsement for you to continue in your way of sin. No. But when you do sin, the Bible says we have a father, an advocate in heaven. So call on to God. Now, a lot of people have found themselves in situations where the devil will manipulate your mind for you to the extent that you start to think, will God actually listen to me? I've committed so much sin. I mean, I've committed this same sin over and over again. Lord, I just asked for forgiveness yesterday and here I am again today. Go back to God. Go back to God. Go back to God. I feel a leading in my spirit to just once again strike this balance that this is not an endorsement for you to be comfortable in sin. It is not an endorsement for you to be comfortable in sin. Because a lot of times when people hear things like this or messages like this, they subconsciously in their mind just allow themselves to relax in that way of sin. So this is not an endorsement for your sinful lifestyle. No. But it is an encouragement for you to go back to God. Go back to God. Go back to God. Come let us reason together. Though your sin may be as red as scarlet, you will be as white as snow. Go back to God. Because he is always ready to forgive. He will always welcome you with open arms. He will always welcome you with open arms. There is no sin too big for the blood of Jesus to cleanse. And this is the this is this is the manipulation that the devil will try to play in your mind that you've committed so much sin that God cannot forgive you. The Bible says while we were yet sinners, he came and he died for us. I mean, he had, he, he died for us while we were yet sinners. Those of us that were born, like those of us who were, I'm, I'm sure none, none of us here, definitely, none of us listening to this podcast was alive or were alive when Jesus Christ was here. So we weren't even born when Jesus Christ came and paid the price for us. So don't let any Satan or any dev, devil or any spirit deceive you that you cannot obtain forgiveness from Christ. Remember what Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 says, in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins according to him to the riches of his grace you know sometimes some people will say things like ah the bible already said that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god i don't have hope there is nothing i do that i will not be looked at as a sinner that's the devil trying to manipulate you yes the bible says for all have sinned and falling short of the glory of God. But scriptures also say that come, up, come to the throne of grace with boldness that you might obtain mercy and grace to help in time of need. So if you find yourself in that state where you consider that you've sinned against God, please 
you have a father in heaven who is saying, come, let us reason together. You have a father in heaven who is saying, come to me. Confess your sins to me and I'm faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you and make you white as snow. Give you a clean slate. That's the father that we have. That's the God that we serve. That's the God that we serve. He's so magnificent in love. His love towards us is endless. His love towards us is on it, it cannot be matched. It cannot be understood by the human mind. It may not make sense to you. It definitely won't even make sense to you. Perhaps you found yourself in a situation where you've been falling into this sin over and over and over again. It won't make sense to you that God can actually forgive you. And so the devil will want to put you in a place or in a state of mind where you find yourself so unworthy to call on the name of the Lord. But I'm encouraging you today that you should call on Jesus and he will cleanse you. Just imagine, take for instance another illustration that somebody who is sick is running away from the hospital. Now let me not even use that. You know, when it comes to smokers here, on, on the, pack of, uh, the pack of cigarettes, yeah, it's usually written, smokers are liable to die young, or these are the effects of smoking to your lungs, or something like that. And these people will still buy it, and still smoke it. Smoke it to the point where their lungs begin to have problems. Now, despite the fact that they know that, okay, they were warned about these things, this thing is a common knowledge that, oh, if I take this action, if I, if I continue in smoking, these are the effects of it to my body. Despite the fact that they knew all of this beforehand and continued smoking and then developed lung issues, it doesn't mean that they would not still go to the hospital. They will, they will run there to meet the doctor. Doctor, save me. Whatever you can do, do it. I don't want to die. It's not like as if they didn't know. They knew, but they still went ahead to do it. But it didn't stop them from going to the doctor. It didn't stop them from going to the doctor. That's how you should look at this. That yes, you've committed this issue, but it shouldn't stop you. Don't, don't know. It's only God that can forgive you and take away the burden of sin. Take away the guilt from your mind. Take away that burden. Take away that guilt from you. Lift it up from your mind so that you can have peace. It's only God that can do that for you. It's only God that can take it. If you try to bear it for yourself, or if you try to stay away from God and carry the weight of sin on your own, it's not something that you're big enough or strong enough to carry. So take that burden. Take that burden. So many times when we talk about burdens, people think it's just trials and tribulations that you're facing. No, when you're dealing with things like this, Take that burden. Lord, I'm sorry. I did this. I'm, I'm sorry. I seek your face for mercy. I seek your face for forgiveness. And God will forgive. He will. So please, please, if you are in that state or if you were in that state of mind prior to listening to this episode, please, at the end of this, go to God in prayer. Go to God in prayer. Read the scriptures or the Bible verses that we talked about in the podcast. I'm just going to go over them again. One of them is First John chapter one verse nine. 
the other one is Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Then we talked about Psalm 51. We talked about Ephesians chapter 1 verse 7. So go over these Bible verses again. Go over these scriptures and pray with them. Seek the face of God for forgiveness. And he will definitely forgive you and make you whole and cleanse you from all your unrighteousness. God bless you. Thank you.